Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they were super popular. I guess you could say that we're late Late to to the the party. party. (laughs) I need to tell you something. What? I am a recent mother of a plant. Wow. Or adopted parent of a plant. Is it this big tree behind me? It's the big tree behind you, yes. <laughs> so uh, my coworker's sister-in-law moved. So she like moved across country, so can't take plants with you. So uh, we have come into ownership of a, a bunch of new plants, oh. but mainly this tree. She just left her babies like that? I, I guess so. I don't know. You're going to have to bring that up with her. you know i don't know her like that yeah but um so there's this tree we brought it in in this like plastic pot i guess like the temporary one so we had to wait until amazon uh brought us the current pot which took like two weeks so i was like getting really nervous because i wasn't watering it because i knew we were gonna just move it (laughs) so then it finally don't die yeah i was getting really nervous (laughs) and then the pot finally came in except it came in in like the afternoon on a monday and i was like i can't i can't wait longer i need to water it so i watered it that morning and then, of course, the, the plant came in or the pot came in. Of course. So then I had to move it that day. Oh, no. And I was like, now this is wet soil. <laughs> it was not a great time. But now we're, we're doing great now. Now it's We bounced back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm spritzing it every day. She looks healthy. Thank you. Yeah. I had to cut off the dead leaves. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? She's going to. She's fine. You know, yeah. she'll thrive. Yeah. We don't look at the dead leaves. We look at the new ones. There's like five new leaves coming in. Did you name it? Not yet. Do oh. you like whisper compliments to it? Um, I should. Did I send you that TikTok where the guy waters his wife's plants and he's like, she said I have to say nice things oh, to yeah, them. Yeah. So he starts gossiping with I all the you plants. Have beef with that other plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so there's this tree and then I have these two little bamboo things on their desk. I love the little bamboo. So yes, I've been doing pretty decent at taking care of them. I almost did kill them once because I forgot to water them for like They're three resilient. Weeks. Yeah, they were getting shriveled up and then I was like, oh, that's not good. So then I water them and then they came back to life and they've been doing great ever since. Yeah. So I hope that they accept the new tree as their brother. Aw. We'll I have see. A, I'll keep you posted. I have a cactus and I'll just forget about it, which oh. is fine. It's a cactus. Yes. But sometimes I'll look over and I'm like, oh, she's got an hourglass shape. I need to feed her. Oh. <laughs> are succulents like the cats of plants? Yeah, kind of. That's Some I are. never put that together. That's Some fun. Are. Yeah. Well. <laughs> a cactus doesn't need much. It's it, perfect for me. Yeah. You know who else doesn't need much is Summer. Oh, yeah. From 500 Days of Summer. Tim. But you know who needs a lot? Tom. Tom, like the tree behind you. He needs too much. Yeah. He needs therapy. <laughs> yeah. Watching this movie... I was like, damn, everyone needs therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Summer, I think, was fine, though. Yeah. I, I mean, she probably, everybody could use therapy, but I think she was the most balanced. She probably. has a, a few things here and there. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, no, she she could benefit by some, you know, self-reflective journaling or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just some introspection. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because when I was watching this movie, I was getting so mad at Tom. And then after I finished watching it, I was in the shower reflecting on the movie, as one does. Yes, it is. And I was like, Ew. Some of, <laughs> some of Tom's tendencies, like I used to do some of those things like back before I was like healing. Oh, and I was like, but it's, you're on the journey now. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like I haven't been a shit in a while. <laughs> but like I was like, ew, Tom reminds me of a younger version of myself. <laughs> wow. Isn't that the best thing about a movie is, yeah. is the connections you not, make? Not all of him. No, 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 no Just no. like a little yeah. few you'll, things. You'll sprinkle it in when we get there. Yeah. Like yeah, a few yeah. things here and there. I was like, ooh, ew. Ew, ew. 
So tell me what you knew before. I knew people love this movie, but the main actor hates it. He hates his character, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's basically... I had watched this movie. This is a 2009 movie. I watched it when it did first come out. My sister was obsessed with it. So yeah, same thing. Like I knew everybody loved it. I forgot the entire plot since. And then I just have known that Joseph Gordon-Levitt has been on a smear campaign against Tom since. Nice. And he's correct. I feel like if I had watched this in 2009, I probably would have loved this movie yes. and loved him. I mean, I did like this movie, yeah. but I probably would have loved him. We would have been the same all in the swoon camp. Yeah. Yeah. But like watching this now, I'm like, oh, this man is a whole problem. Yeah. And a half. <laughs> Yikes. So I have something funny to tell you is that I started writing a synopsis and then I stopped writing it because of, I don't know whatever happened, but then I came back to it this morning and I was like, I'm going to leave it that way it is. Uh, so wait. can I tell you what it is? Yeah. A man. Ah, oh, perfect. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that and works. And I, I like to picture that in the way, you know, that vine with what's worse than a rapist? <laughs> A, a child, child. <laughs> that's how i see it <laughs> which is true <laughs> and they're like no no <laughs> such a good one a child that's like top line it's that's a, it's a really good one. it's i feel like it's one of those like underrated it's not underrated but it's like nobody i feel like not many people name it as their favorite vine but it's such a classic it's so good and it belongs in everybody's top i think it does it definitely yeah. does so one quick fun fact that Rachel gave me, I'll sprinkle some more throughout. Is, I love that Rachel sends us fun facts about our movies. Isn't it amazing? Rachel, we love you. We love you so much. <laughs> Thank you for the fun facts. Is that the writer, Scott Neustadter, uh, I said that name wrong, has based this movie off of a real relationship, which is a flag to me. Whose relationship guy? Yeah. Is it yours? Is it a friend's? I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I want, Yeah. I, I'm sure, I hope that there's some of those like um, behind the scene featurettes on, on the internet that we should peruse later on. Oh, maybe. And see if he's got the tea on there. Yeah. Th- this was one of the very few movies where I stopped to like Google stuff. Me too. Yeah. Great. Let's talk about it. Oh my God. When we great. get there. Yeah. yeah. So how do we start off? So we get an author's note, mm-hmm. surprisingly, telling us that this is fiction. <laughs> Except. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, maybe this is directed at us because we sometimes take fictional situations way too seriously. Okay, but they're all based on something. Yeah. <laughs> My therapist and I were just talking about how we can't watch sitcoms because we are just like way too empathetic and just like everyone's horrible we to as each a society other. Or we as you and you? Me and like me and her. Oh, okay. okay yeah, okay. yeah. Individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Individual we. And. <laughs> i'm like yeah i can't do it like i hate when people treat other people like shit and i have trouble watching sitcoms because of it (laughs) yeah i've realized that i've like developed it's gonna sound so shallow i've developed empathy you know (laughs) like as a kid i could watch anything and i wouldn't care like even like a gory scene i could watch and it doesn't matter but like now i'm like oh yeah i don't want to see that you're like oh i feel feelings yeah the character yuck gross yeah Yeah, so that's been a um a downhill battle for me (laughs) (laughs) i'm so sorry it's okay (laughs) you know you have to live with what you have (laughs) but anyway yeah so this author's note says that it's a work of fiction any resemblance to real life people is purely confidential especially you jerry beckman bitch which um was a little tough like i felt a little sting to that i didn't catch that part it was just like the end it kind of it, it flashed up of pretty fast i must have been writing my note yeah yeah no it's it, it was just on there so just directly calling somebody out and calling them a bitch yeah i i didn't like how bitch and skank and slut and whore was thrown around so mean just willy-nilly yeah i was like ew i don't like that it was 2009 a different time true so we get the title card 500 days of summer but then the 500 drops down to 488 yes two people are sitting on a bench it's summer and tom they're holding hands and there's a ring on her finger <gasps> And then we'd go all the way down to one. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. 
Hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. We meet so, Tom. We also have a narrator. Yes. And he comes in and out throughout the movie. I like the touch of the narrator. Yeah. It yeah. was fun. But he basically just says, this is a story of boy meets girl. And then we go back to day one, of course. Mm-hmm. So we meet Tom Hansen of Margate, New Jersey, who thought that he'd be, he would never be happy until he met the one, you know, capital of the one. That, what a downer. Yeah. I so, don't like that. He also, he definitely has that, like that vibe about him that's like, nothing matters in the you know that kind of uh yeah he's uh, what's the word i'm looking cynical? for cynical cynical like like um apathetic almost yeah you know like he he's one of the like he his hair is just down and he's like slouchy but he also is dressed proud like he's not like super like a slob like he's dressed right for work but boy he's, you've got depression yes <laughs> maybe that's the word i'm looking for but then the uh, the narrator goes on to say about how it came from his love of british pop music and the misunderstanding of the graduate the movie and then we cut over to Summer Finn of Shinecock, Michigan. Her parents got... Shinecock? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just writing down what the man said. Her parents got divorced and she has only loved two things, which is her long dark hair and how easily it was to cut it off. Okay, that's fucking weird. That's fucking that's weird. That's it? That's I all guess. she likes? Yeah. These two... You're right. She needs therapy. Need hobbies. <laughs> yeah. She does I, need... I forgot about that part. She needs therapy. <laughs> so then they meet on January 8th, and he knows immediately that she's the one that he's been looking for. Love at first sight. Lots of projection going on there. Too much. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> she's a stranger. You don't know her. I would say it's lust because she's like so cute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> There's a difference. I think that's a thing that people conflate a lot is like the lust of wanting to meet somebody versus like being in love with that person at first sight. Yeah. It's it's complicated because in order to love, you have to really learn about someone and get to know yeah. them. Otherwise, you're romanticizing them and putting them on a pedestal. Oops. Who said that? <laughs> Whoop. I didn't hear that. A one. lesson I've had to learn. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. So then the narrator says that this is a boy meets girl story, but it's not a love story. I was confused. I was like, oh, huh? Huh? And then by the end, we're like, oh, that's right. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we get a montage of home videos of Tom and Summer. And yes. It's very cute. It's very like, it shows them side by side. And yeah. And them growing up. Very cute. So now we jump to day 290. So yes. we're just not doing all this in chronological no, order. No, this is a non-linear movie. And I actually, I liked it that yeah, way. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if we watched it linearly, it would have been so boring. Definitely. Yeah. I think jumping back and forth made it a lot more interesting. Yeah. We go with some bicyclists. Zooming. Zooming. She's a teen. Tom's and friends. Through the night? Yeah. Super dangerous. Yeah. She's a child. A child. She's a teen. Tom's friends called her to, for help because he's having a breakdown, smashing plates like a fucking psycho. Yeah. Her name is Rachel. She gives him vodka to drink. Also, I don't even think... I feel like she's 10 or something at the oldest. I feel like she's not even a teen yet. I feel like... She's small, small. I got the impression that she's in high school, but I feel weird about her having to take care of a grown-ass man. Yeah. Like, throughout the movie, she shows that she has wisdom beyond her years. Yes. And she has a good head on her shoulders. Yes. But I'm like, she is literally carrying the emotional baggage of a grown-up. Which is embarrassing for that man. Totally. It's uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, by the way, for people who like no actors. Yeah. I like like her. Yeah, she's fun. Maybe at most she's 13 in this movie. (laughs) So we're just, just to to hit home how young she is versus how old he is and she's carrying his baggage. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, definitely like younger teen. Yeah. So then he's like, oh, well, this is this is the end for me. Very dramatic. And she's yeah. like, shut up. Just tell me what happened. <laughs> As so then, one is when they're not yeah. processing their emotions properly. Yeah. So then he's like, you know, things were going so well. Then we get a montage of Tom and Summer on some dates. And then Summer's Being like, so cute together. Super cute. Yeah. Super just um, in, in honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. So then Summer says, I think we should stop seeing each other because this isn't normal. We fight all the time. And then he's like, that's bullshit. So, you know, 
them fighting. Yeah. And in the dumping scene, he's like, whoa, aren't you happy? I'm happy. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, are we even doing? All we do is argue all the time and it's bullshit. I'm like, are we? All we do is argue? We are clearly missing a huge trunk of story. Yep. <laughs> we and, jumped in in the middle here. Yeah. And Tom's friends are like, whoa, she came out of nowhere with it. And I'm like, Tom, you are clearly no, she didn't. not giving Please. us a little story yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So then Rachel suggests that Summer was just in a bad mood. And then the roommates go, PMS. And, and Rachel's like, yeah, it's probably PMS. And I'm like, D- D- it's Rachel. only 2009. But also Tom's friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Please. Just the subtle misogyny in the early 2000s. I know. Th- throughout this whole movie. Yes. Oh, my goodness. We go back to Summer and Tom. And Summer compares them to Sid and Nancy. So Sid Vicious and Nancy, from he's from the band The Sex Pistols. And they okay. had a super destructive relationship. Okay. I was like, I don't get the reference here, but I'll go with it. Yeah, I had to look it up. Okay. okay, um, okay. He ends up stabbing her and she dies. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. And Fun. Summer compares herself to Sid. And okay. I was like, that's not who I would have pinned as the murderer in these two. Yeah, no. these two. <laughs> yeah. But see, there's a lot of, okay, we'll get there later on. But there's a lot of like, she takes the blame for things that he needs to apologize for. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. So then he gets up to go and she's like, don't go. You're still my best friend. Which is like, ouch, you get dumped and friend zoned in the same 10 minutes. Yeah. And they got their pan, they got pancakes. So she dumped him before they got their food. That's awkward. That's awkward. Now you're going to eat. <laughs> wow. Well, you're like, you you just spin around and hold your plate and I'll just spin around and hold my plate and we just won't look at each other for the rest of the meal. Yeah. There was this one trend on TikTok. Oh my God. I hated it where people were taking their partner out on these crazy, amazing dates just to dump them after. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. You know what trend I hated on TikTok, which I feel like some kids are probably still doing it, is when um, like they would record like the never have I ever's and then they'd be like, never have I ever cheated with my best friend's boyfriend. And then they would call each other out like live on the TikTok. Yeah, that's fucked up. And it's always like, it's just high schoolers because it's like that high school drama. And it's like, what? And then so many people got like invested in it because it's just drama for them to get invested in. Yeah. And this is so uncomfortable. Like, I hate this so much. Yeah. And I hope that they've stopped doing that because that's not the way you need to do things. Yeah, I hope so. You need to like deal with that shit privately. Yeah. And like cut those shitty friends out of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Tom leaves the diner. Summer calls him her best friend. And Tom's friends, we go back to them. They try to make him feel better, but they kind of don't really know what to say. Yeah. But one of them is like, there's plenty of fish in the sea. No, Rachel says that I'm lying. Rachel says that there's plenty of, of fish does. in the sea. And then Tom's like, I don't want to get over the other fish, though. Or whatever he says. He doesn't yeah. want to get over Rachel. Uh, yeah, what's he's, her name? Summer. He is also being very dramatic. But yeah. again, he's not processing. Yeah. <laughs> it's already, it's only been five minutes and I'm already, like, I don't like Tom. Yeah. I'm like this either. man is so annoying. Yeah. He's a mess. Yeah. We go back to day one. Tom is in a meeting. They're trying to make up a new holiday to sell some merch because he works for greeting cards. Yes. Yes. This is when we meet Summer. She's the boss's new assistant. Who is Phil Coulson himself. Agent yes. Coulson. Clark that's, Greg. That's what he did after Loki killed him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, time to go to greeting cards. He had to lay, he had to lay low. <laughs> she comes in. You know, she's just doing her job, you know, as you would do. Yeah. And then he sees her and he's like, oh, she's the one. Yeah. He's like immediately in love with her. Yes. So then the narrator goes, there's only two types of people in this world, men and women, to which we know that is an incorrect statement today. Yeah. This didn't age well. Nope. Nope. <laughs> this but part. A lot, a lot of things in the movie, but this particularly... <laughs> So then we cut to an old timey reenactment of of Summer basically as like another girl, like your girl next door kind of, except she wasn't because essentially Summer is built different and she can influence everything from the um, the music industry to like ice cream sales to like any anything she touches is gold, basically. Yeah. And we're just explaining that she is like the the what is what am I trying to say? Like the top tier of everything. Yeah, I feel like the 
author or whatever was trying to low-key be like yeah she's got pretty privilege yeah basically (laughs) so um what i got out of this was that she's setting her up to be like your manic pixie dream girl yeah i had to realize that like oh wait what does that actually like i know what it means but also i've never like defined it so that's this is when i googled it Uh and then so i was like what is manic pixie dream girl and then what's funny is that wikipedia has so in the movie 500 days of summer (laughs) (laughs) but then i chose not to read that part because i didn't want to spoil anything yeah but the internet says that the manic pixie dream girl exists solely in the fevered or fevered imaginations of sensitive writer directors to teach broodingly soulful young men to embrace life as its infinite mysteries and adventures basically that the stock character has no discernible inner life and usually exists only to provide the protagonist with some important life lessons that kind of does match up here because tom feels like he needs to find the one to be happy and yeah for his own personal gain yeah Yeah. so he just is using summer as a tool yeah (laughs) i didn't go back afterwards to read why because they did say that um as as far as i got they said that that summer is not in some cases because i think she breaks out of that that world of like living just for him oh totally um we'll get there later on yeah but anyway yes so she's she's set up to be his dream girl and then we cut to day three and someone is telling tom that he hears summer is a bitch oh so basically i didn't learn anybody's name until later on oh yeah me neither but before um when they're going over the thing about how special summer is they call it the summer effect because she also Ah. gets like a bunch of double takes when she goes on her commute to work and everything and it's funny that like all this stuff happens around her and she's just so casual. Yeah. During all this. That's part of like that. I feel like the, the manic pixie stuff is like, oh, oh me. I'm just living. I'm quirky and I'm, ugh. you yeah. know, I don't pay attention to that. Yeah. Tom sees their meeting as fate. I don't agree with that because no. it's coworkers. Yeah. Like I think people come in and out of your life for reasons to teach you lessons. But like this is just a coworker. This, yeah. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a meeting. It's yeah. your Wednesday morning meeting. Yeah. It's literally just that person there. Yeah. So then we cut to day three. Yes. And his roommate slash coworker, his name we find out later on is Mackenzie. He's I, a roommate? I'm pretty sure or just a friend. I don't know. He's there a lot with the other friend. Yeah. I also think I thought that they were both his roommates in the beginning, but then I realized that Tom lives by himself. Yes. So they're just his boys. Yeah, they're just friends. So anyway, his name is Mackenzie and he says, hey, I hear that Summer's a bitch because somebody tried talking to her in the copy room and she wasn't having any of it. Yeah. So because Tom is staring at Summer yeah. while he's at his desk and his friend is so personally offended by this. And honestly, he probably has. They probably said something stupid to her yeah. that she wasn't about. And then Tom says, why is it pretty girls think they can treat people like crap and get away with it? And I'm like, one, you don't fucking know her. Yeah. Two, you're basing this whole situation off of one side of the story. And three, even if she was being an asshole, who cares? Right. She, she's allowed to be an asshole. And she's probably had to deal with so many shitty dudes in her life. So she just like expects it. And you haven't even introduced yourselves to her yet. Yeah. And you're like, already. calm down. And you're already like, oh, she's such a bitch. Yeah. And then Tom even goes, yeah, you know what? Like, screw her. Who, who needs her anyway? You clearly. Yeah. You're obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> to live mean? in somebody's mind rent free that way. Yeah. And that's then, power. And then Mackenzie calls her what? Like an uptight skank or something? Yeah. Dude, chill out. Calm down. That's, <laughs> that's enough of that. Yeah. So we go to day four. Summer gets into an elevator with Tom and he's very loudly listening to music with headphones on. Yes. She recognizes the band as the Smiths and says she loves them. And I'm like, oh, look at that. She's super freaking friendly. Yeah. Looks hmm. like you were wrong. What a thunk. To cast some judgment there, huh? And then he's like, oh, you listen to the Smiths? And she's like, yeah, no, I love them. And then she like sings the lyric of the song. And then he's like, oh, my God. And then he's flustered all over again. Completely. Yeah. 
So, oh, ooh, a girl likes cool music, too. Oh, she likes the same things as me. And she's not a complete bitch. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so day eight, yes. we are at an engagement party for a co-worker. And at Tom, work? Yes, at work. Weird. I, some, I guess some workplaces are supportive. I guess so. <laughs> but Tom sees Summer standing alone, so he goes over to make some conversation. Apparently, she just moved here on Saturday, which I feel like is fast to start your job already. I don't even know what day of the week it is, but it feels like the same week. I don't know. I feel like that's fast. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty fast. Uh, she says that she moved because she was bored of wherever she was at the last place that she lived. So then we find out that we are officially at a grading car company and Tom has been here for four years and he did study to be an architect and somehow he ended up doing this. Weird. Yeah. Life be like that sometimes. Yeah, it do be like that. So then he shows her a greeting card that he wrote and it's like one of them that hits it out of the park and it's like, today you're a man, mazel tov on your bar mitzvah so creative oh yeah wow (laughs) so summer's funny in this moment because she's like a weird mix of serious and friendly yeah but i'm like it's probably because she's talking to a new person yeah (laughs) so she's like oh wow you're a good architect i bet um you know people called you like good architect oh yeah right so then he's like oh yeah no that was definitely my nickname in college i think she's like oh they called me anal girl yeah and then he (laughs) spits out his drink and she's like no it's because i was neat and organized yeah amazing she doesn't like even like laugh or anything crack a smile she's very like, so serious yeah. very dry miss do you know what you just said she did that on purpose <laughs> and she doesn't react i wouldn't be able to keep a straight face i'm waiting for someone to call me that he didn't laugh either though he like cho- yeah he was he trying to play cool and she was like what are you laughing at yeah i think she was trying to make him feel embarrassed yeah but he just like choked on his drink like laugh it's yeah. fine <laughs> so we go to day 154 Tom tells his friend that he's in love with Summer and then lists everything he loves about her and says how he loves how she makes him feel. And it was kind of cute. Yeah, it was very. it was like just like extreme close ups of like, I love her eyes when she does this and her smile when she does that and her laugh when she sounds like this. And then her birthmark that does this and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, he wraps it up with like, she makes me feel like life is worth it. So then the friend goes, that's not good. Yikes. Yeah. His friend's like, that's how you felt about like the last like seven people you dated. Yikes. (laughs) Back to day 11. Tom is talking to Rachel nonstop about his crush on Summer over some Wii tennis. Amazing. Am I like this? Um, I don't know because I got distracted by thinking about Wii Tennis. So say that one more time for me. <laughs> when, he, when he's talking about his oh, crush yeah. nonstop? Um, it depends on who you're crushing on. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Well, if I get annoying, you're allowed to. I know. <laughs> Last week you gave me permission to smack you in the face. Yes, that's true. <laughs> his little sister tells him just because a woman likes the same stuff as you doesn't make her your soulmate. Ooh. What a great lesson from her. Yeah. So much wisdom in this child. He doesn't hear a single thing she says. Yeah. Also, for any man listening, if a girl's polite to you, it doesn't mean she's flirting with you. Exactly. <laughs> I've had that many times because uh, in college there was this guy, I, I guess we always kind of crossed paths crossed paths and he would always hold the door open for me and i'd smile and think say thank you because i'm not rude right right yeah and one day he comes up to me in the lunchroom and asks me out on a date and i'm like no i don't know you and he's like oh like i thought we had a thing because like you're always smiling at me and saying (sighs) thank you and i'm like i'm being a human and being polite (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) what do you i don't even know your name I hope he's doing okay today. I hope he is too. I hope he found someone. Yeah. <laughs> he someone seems, holds the door for him. He seems nice. It yeah, just yeah. <laughs> wasn't the time it's or misinterpreted place. feelings, you know? Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm graduating. Like you're never seeing me again. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> so then day 22, yes. Tom is telling his boys that it's off. It's off. It never even started, but it's off. And they're like, what? Yeah. They, they're like, was anything even going on? And he's like, in a world where good things happen to me. What? I just, 
how are you this hurt of 20 days of just meeting this person right not talking not like friends not like dating nothing so where do we go from this he says that we were i was in the elevator i asked her how her weekend was she's like it was good with extra emphasis on the good and you know what that means oh my god Uh. he interpreted that as she spent the weekend having sex with some guy she met from the gym how the fuck do you even jump to that conclusion? How do you get there? How do you know she didn't just like knit a cute sweater? Right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she like saw her family, called her family from back home. I don't know. You yeah, know? she pet a goat. Like Maybe she did. like found a new fun, like, yeah, like a new fun, um, like a, a, a thing. A, yeah, a restaurant or something that she found in the town. How the fuck do you jump to that conclusion? Huh. He's a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> so got- then he calls her a skank again. What an asshole. For, for what? Yeah. Why? Because she didn't tell you that she's in love with you yet on day 22? Oh my God, he's <sighs> an asshole. And even his friends are like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And he's like, whatever, I'm done with her. You need therapy. He's like, I gave her plenty of chances. Okay, because he's such a catch, right? What? So then we cut to- What f- do you mean? Ugh, we you cut t- to flashbacks of his, the chances that he's giving her. So one of them is that he's in his cubicle and his buddy's on like low supply. So she's on her way to the, uh, the closet. So she's like, do you guys need anything? And he's like, you know what I need. And she's like, what? Yeah. Like, like uh, uh, just, just some toner. What, what kind of chance was that? It's Tom's delusional world, and I'm glad we're not living in it. Yeah. Because this man is out of his fucking mind. <laughs> and then his next chance, he was playing The Smiths on his iTunes. Remember when we would play music off of iTunes? Yes. So he turned the music up a little bit to see that she would hear it when she was on the other side of the office and leaving for the day. Ah, uh, okay. And that was her second chance that she missed out on. Yeah, I thought he was just trying to get her attention. I, N- took, this, yeah. I took this after like the anger part yeah okay this all makes sense now yeah 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 Yeah. what an idiot yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) those aren't chances who the fuck is supposed to pick up on that oh she didn't read my mind fuck her fuck her wow he's (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna um email joseph gordon levitt i don't know how to email him i'm gonna reach out to him and be like hey is there a way that we can like reignite this tom scandal slander (laughs) thing (laughs) yeah because i'm not into this guy yeah, and we go back to Tom talking to his friends, completely in denial about how obsessed he is over Summer. Yeah, he's like, I don't need this crap. Loneliness is better anyway. Calm down. Yeah, and his one friend is like, why don't you just ask her out? Because, like, obviously, if the uncertainty is driving you crazy, you might as well just fucking go for it anyway. Get closure either way, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then he's like, ask her out? What? What do you mean? <laughs> Day 27. Yeah, Tom gets invited to karaoke by Mackenzie. Yes. Says no. Because his friend turns into a fucking mess when he drinks. Yeah. And then Mackenzie expresses that it's a work thing. So the whole office will be there. The whole office will be there. So, so. Tom's like, oh, okay, I'll go. Yeah. Oh, summer. Oh. Day 28. We're at karaoke. Yes. Tom- so I guess it was just tomorrow. Not yeah. on like whatever day next week it was. <laughs> right. Tom finds summer. She's surprised he's there because she heard he wasn't coming. And he's like, oh, you asked about me. Slow, slow down, buddy. Yeah, relax. Calm down. <laughs> relax. You, she's met like only a few people. <laughs> yeah. And there's like maybe three people their age in the office. Yeah. Calm down. She's had a conversation with you. Yeah. She goes up to do a song and I forget. Zoe Deschanel can actually sing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> she, she does this like cutesy song. I forget about what it even was about. Yeah. But she does her whole thing. Tom is like smitten the whole time, obviously. Oh my God. Yeah. So then later on, we're a little tipsy at a booth and Summer's telling Tom about how like, you know, I wanted to do Born to Run, but they didn't have any Springsteen. And then Tom's like, oh, I love Springsteen. And she's like, I named my cat after him. And then Tom goes, what's his name? 
hello <laughs> okay that's we've all done that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've all had a brain fart yeah. no i'm not making fun of like him in that sense no but, also, but like, like hello like that's funny yeah, it yeah, is yeah. funny not not part of my my smearing him this is yeah. just a general hello <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway she says the name is bruce and she's like his his name is bruce yeah and he's duh. like oh right, 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 right yeah and i hope mackenzie feels stupid now because she's su- super like friendly with them yeah and is like oh he's too drunk right now to even process any of that though that's true he he's is probably tomorrow gonna be like oh she's a bitch yeah he's also extremely hammered goes right into asking summer if she has a boyfriend she says she doesn't and that she doesn't want to be anyone's girlfriend or anyone's anything yeah and Mackenzie thinks she's so full of shit and Tom like visibly getting broken up with as we speak yeah he awkwardly he's like sitting there smiling and like you can see the pain yeah. the internal pain <laughs> <laughs> i'm like this girl's gonna end up as a true crime doc yeah it's rough out here for summers <laughs> yeah. she says she likes being independent and isn't ready for the serious stuff yeah tom is like but what if you fall in love and she's like really okay. he's really he's like what if you fall in love with me yeah but what about me <laughs> me yeah come on so then she's touch like, my shirt yeah boyfriend material <laughs> she goes oh you believe in that i've been in relationships and i've never seen it and most marriages end in divorce anyway so like she has that kind of more of the that cynical aspect of it which is funny because he's more cynical but right. he believes in love yeah and he's a hopeless romantic and she is like not cynical yeah. she's more based in reality i guess not she's, to say that like love doesn't exist but she's she has more of like that realistic just like groundedness about her yeah like she's optimistic but like yeah. cynical about love yeah yeah, yeah 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 as a hopeless romantic i'm a little bit on time side here <laughs> but this is it the only time yeah, only time say, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, yikes we're yeah. closer so <laughs> yeah no <laughs> so then we cut to later on and tom is drunk yeah singing about some probably some smith song i don't know the smith i don't know fucking maybe one day i'll listen to them but anyway after that <laughs> one day when we get some distance from tom yeah uh tom and summer chatting at the bar and then later on uh mackenzie is very drunk singing so he's like up there he's taking shots he's just not even he's not even saying words at this point it's a work event i wouldn't even want to get tipsy around my coworkers. yeah <laughs> So I guess every job is different. You know, some jobs are more like a family. I guess so. (laughs) I guess so. Uh, I hate that. (laughs) After karaoke, Tom and Summer walk their trashed co-worker Mackenzie to a cab. Yes. And he blows up Tom's spot and tells Summer that Tom likes her. Like, Like, likes likes her. Yeah. I did the same thing while drunk to two of my friends in college. But luckily, they actually ended up together and they're still together. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But in the moment, it was rough, wasn't it? (laughs) no (laughs) it was fine (laughs) except for the hangover yeah no it was fine okay yeah you were like 22 at the time yeah i bounced back so quick back then (laughs) oh what the those were the days yeah but then so they they get him in the cabin he's like no but you guys love each other so then he leaves and then uh summer's like so you like me like me and tom's like like a friend he tries to play it so cool yeah but eventually he's yeah he he like tries to ignore it and then he's like yeah she like okay earlier she just said she doesn't want to be in a relationship like why even ask that like i get being curious but i would have just totally ignored it but then they also make some extreme eye contact right after that after he says he likes her summer's like okay as friends and then stresses the friends but then like they look at each other stare at each other like looking looking at each other an awkwardly long time but then she leaves but also like there was something in that look there was it was weird yeah it was was more than just eye contact in that look yeah it was so odd yeah i mean it checks out she moved somewhere new and wants to make friends but like hello yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, so, so after staring for a while, she's like, okay, bye. And then we go to day 31. Yes. Summer comes into the copy room. They're just silently copying next to each other. And then she walks over to him and kisses him. And then they start making out. Yeah. And I was like, is this real? Is this fantasy? What's going on here? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Turns out it was real because later on he's telling his other buddy, Paul, about the whole thing. Just like Paul. So basically Paul runs into his apartment going, dude, what the fuck happened? What was that about? And then Tom is like, we kissed, calm down. Like, So Paul is like at 100. Tom is trying to calm him down. And then uh, Paul wants all the nitty gritty yeah. details. He's like, did you get a blow job? Did you have sex? Did you get a hand job? Like, Which kind of job was it? Listing off everything, like every single base that they could have ran. Yeah. Like if he hit a home run, like everything. And then... Uh, then Summer pops out. Well, before that, Paul also points out that Tom is super obsessed with Summer. Yes. And was oh, basically yeah. stalking her. And, and then, then Tom's like, dude, cut it out. It's like, stop it. And then Summer pops out. And she's like, hmm, oh, I didn't hear anything. And then he's like, oh, hi, Summer. And then leaves. Yeah. Very awkward. Yeah. But like, same. Like, what the fuck? Also in the copy room, there was a, a poster that said paper cuts hurt. Work safely. And I think I need that. Yeah. I, uh, it just works slower sometimes, you know? Uh, I get frequent paper cuts. It's rough. It was worse when I worked for a print company, a print shop. I, I can see that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then there was a whole time where you had to just like stuff envelopes. Yes. I got so that many paper rough. cuts on yeah. the envelopes. Oof. Oh, God. And I'm sure your fingers got so dry. Yes, they did. <laughs> I used up so much lotion. <laughs> but then so when Summer comes out and she's playing it cool, like she didn't hear anything. Tom's like, you want to, um, let's, let's go. I'm, I'm kind of starving. And then Summer's like, oh, you yeah, know, I'm stalking. I mean, starving. Yeah. Love that. She That's just called funny. him out. And he's yeah. like, oh, rough. <laughs> Day 282. Yes. Tom and Summer at a home improvement store. Yes. Tom is making a joke about the sinks on the display saying this sink's broken and Summer's not about it at all. Yeah. Then we go to day 34 and they're at the same store. Ikea. Yes. Yes. Uh, I guess kind of honeymoon phasey because yes. they're both making jokes. Because it's only day 34. Yes. They haven't started fighting over bullshit yet. Exactly. <laughs> so they're playing like they live there. So now this is when Summer, this is where we find out the origin of that sink's broken thing because they're like fake serving each other and Summer's like, oh, the sink must be broken. Yeah, because they're like sitting in all the displays and playing out of life, role playing. They then run into the bedroom display and get all over the bed. And this scene was super cute up until the bed point. (laughs) Yeah. This part felt very unhygienic to me. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, how many people have done that? Why are we spending so much time in this bed? Yeah. And he gets like on top of her. And I'm like, you were in public. You're in public. (laughs) I don't think you can do that. Yeah. (laughs) And then he also goes, uh, just like to break the ice, like there's a Chinese family looking at us in the bathroom because there's a bathroom display right next door. So we cut to this Asian family who we can't tell if it's Chinese or not. But either way, they're staring at them and then they just awkwardly walk away. But they were there first. Go yeah. find a different bed. Yeah, go somewhere else. Yeah. There's a bunch of them in there. Yeah. Pick a different display. And so then they are like cuddling with each other on this display bed in the middle of the store. This and dirty ass display bed. Yeah. She mentions now that she's not looking for anything serious and he says that's fine but internally he's like no <laughs> yeah right and also there's like there's a start of the end you have different expectations what do you expect is going to happen yeah exactly <laughs> it's not she's not gonna it's, like yeah he, she, magically... you're not gonna change her you're not gonna fix her you yeah know? she's not gonna magically change her mind yeah oh man so that night they go back to tom's place hook up he before they hook up, he runs to the mirror to remind himself she just wants to keep it casual. Yes. And I'm like, oh, he totally can't separate his feelings and sex with her. No, and absolutely he not. comes out, she's naked and ready to go. And yep. he's ready to go. So then we cut to a montage. Yes. Paul and Oates. <laughs> we love Paul and Oates. <laughs> yeah. You make my dreams come true. So now he checks himself out in the car and Hansel winks back at him. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's all smiles. Yes. Nice. 
While Tom's walking around, suddenly everyone's wearing blue and being super friendly to him. Yeah, and here comes our second fun fact. Yay! Rachel says that everybody was wearing blue in this scene because Summer often wears blue, and since he's so infatuated with her, everybody's wearing blue. I didn't even notice that she wore a lot of blue. Neither did I, but Rachel works in wardrobe, and that's why she would notice that. I love that. Which makes so much sense. Oh my god. Yeah, I thought it was a a dream because it turns into a dance scene and then yeah. a marching band shows up. Yeah, where did that come from? A cartoon bird shows yeah. up. Yeah. Like he's Snow White. And then he gets into the elevator for work. I'm like, what a magical morning. Then we cut to day 303, complete 180 from day 35. The yes. elevator opens and he looks like a fucking disaster. Yep. Because <laughs> now we cut upstairs and there's a new assistant. We're Summer. Yeah. Where'd she go? And new assistant is played by um, Shirley from Community or Helen from Drake and Josh. I like her. Yes. I like her she's amazing. Mackenzie asks Tom if he got Summer back yet. Tom says he's working on it. Yeah. And he's like, maybe you should write a book. No, don't no. do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's um some somebody who they like says that like the best way to get over a woman is to turn her into literature. I would say maybe just journal about her. Yeah. Maybe not a public form of literature, but like a private one. Is yeah. Okay. Like if you don't want therapy, just get like a dollar notebook from somewhere and just look up some prompts. Yeah. Some self-reflection yeah. prompts. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tom opens up an email from Summer saying that she can't meet this week, but hopes that, uh, you know, maybe this means that you're ready to be friends. So Tom doesn't like that, obviously. Yeah, no, he does not want to be friends. Day 45, Tom and Summer are on the phone with each other while they're both at work. Giggling. Yeah, that feels really codependent. Oh. <laughs> you're in the same building. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Says My us God. who had like every single class in senior year together. That's different. We it's weren't different. also texting and calling each other. That, yep. True. <laughs> Day 87. Yes. We're in a record shop now and he is gatekeeping Beatles songs because she likes a Ringo Starr song, like a song that Ringo wrote and Ringo is her favorite Beatle. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like, you like Ringo? He's like picking on her about it. And she's like, shut up. I just like Ringo. Yeah. Like, I don't I like him because nobody likes him. Yeah. I didn't get why that was a big deal. Yeah. I'm not like a Beatles fan, nor do I know musicians. <laughs> I think I can't remember. I know um, definitely two of them were like pretty abusive. Awesome. I think Ringo's one of the good ones. And I think Paul's the other good one. Uh, I mean, it's the 60s. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. If they were all kind of trash. Yeah. <laughs> but she pulls Tom into the porn section and we cut to them later that night watching a porn film together and I totally forgot porn renting was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, you know what? I think we could do that. So they go to the shower to try it. Yeah. And then it doesn't work out. They fall. Yeah. But, you know, good for them for trying. <laughs> you know, as real life does. And if you can't laugh and have fun while doing it, then there you go. they're not the one. That Yeah. Day 95, Tom shows Summer some fun New York City architecture and he yes. brings her to his favorite spot in the city. Pause incorrect because we're in L.A. We're in L.A. We're in L.A. I thought we were in New York City. I this thought whole so time. for a long time. And then uh, we were in L.A. You know what? It makes sense now because <laughs> because of the train scene later. Yep. <laughs> okay. And also from when he says that we're in L.A. later on. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's OK. It's OK. You know what? Every city in a movie is it New York City same. to me. It's yeah. the same. Yeah. No, I get it. I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to like embarrass you. I just wanted to like point no, out for fine. future reference. I'm not embarrassed. Okay. Thank I'm you. glad Perfect. you can. I'm uh, glad. Yes. I'm glad you can uh, give me some yeah. info. Well, we're in his favorite spot because it's an overlook of some buildings in LA. Yes. And he points out all the old buildings that have been here since the early 1900s. And he's like, I wish people would notice the beautiful things here. And if it were up to me, I would make them notice. So then she's like, well, then show me how to notice it. So then she takes out a pen, but she doesn't have paper. She also asks him like way too many questions. And I'm like, why are you prying so much? <laughs> Listen, he's stalking her. That's true. <laughs> he's obsessed. She's up front. He's obsessed yeah. with her. 
And honestly, if you're not going to open up and answer every single question that comes your way, then (laughs) (laughs) Then that's a flag. Yeah. (laughs) But either way, so he draws the city or his version of the cityscape on her arm because they have no paper, which I thought was kind of cute. Like, they did it work. I liked that. So then we go to day 109. He finally goes to her place. Yes. Her dress is cute. Her apartment's super cute. The narrator tells us that this is the part where summer's walls start to come down. And then they talk about their dreams with each other. Not like career dreams, like actual dreams. Yes. And we watch them bond and Tom stares at her while she talks. And like her voice kind of fades out. So I'm like, he's not listening to her. He's not listening. He's just staring at her. He does the hair tuck behind the ear move. Yeah. And then so we see some of that action happening after that. But then we kind of go in between them cuddling and them talking about their dreams and like their worst nightmares and all that stuff. She finishes her story with, I've never told anyone that before. And that's when he tunes back in. Yes. And he's like blown away. Yeah. He thinks that he's leveled up. Yeah. Because the narrator says that um, he thinks that he's like, well, as she's talking, he's the narrator says that Tom thinks that he's like in uncharted territory. He's like, I wonder how many men have been here before. You know, like first in her apartment and second, like getting these stories out of her. Yeah. So, so he's not listening to her. No, he's comparing himself to other men. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all a competition. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> so then the narrator says that the next six words change everything. And that's when she says, I never told anybody that before. Yeah. So then now he's, and then like, he's oh, like, what are we? I'm special. <laughs> so the we? next day we're telling Paula McKenzie. So they ask, so what are you? And Tom's like, I don't fucking know. It's, it doesn't matter. Like, it's chill. It's whatever. Yeah. He goes into a whole thing about how they don't need labels. And his friends know he's bullshit. He's yeah because they know he's so fucking obsessed with her yeah he then roasts his friends and ends it by saying they don't know anything about modern relationships because paul's been in a long relation long-term relationship for like forever and mackenzie's been single for forever yeah and i'm like yeah but what but do you know as outsiders exactly yes <laughs> and people who know you better than like anybody else yeah like yeah. sometimes your friends can give you like insight yeah that you can't really see yourself but day 118 yes tom's at his little sister soccer game asking her for relationship advice while she's on the bench honestly time and place yeah <laughs> and also has that's one of those like how she feel like how she allowed to live her life if she's so busy like therapizing you yeah and, and she's like 13 also his friends don't know anything about relationships but this child does sure but like again she does have all this wisdom beyond her years yeah for some and because she is a girl true so you know she she knows everything and she's got to put her life aside to help him i guess tom doesn't have any lady friends because look at how he acts oh true look at how he treats women yeah, it's true. <laughs> who wants to share on that yeah no not me tom would not be one of my friends no oh man that <laughs> oh would be God. so exhausting i'd be like you're a fucking idiot i Stop would just it. like i would yeah I would, I would get so tired of talking to him i would have no patience for him yeah Rachel tells Tom to just talk to Summer about it and ask her what they are. And Tom's like, no, I can't ask her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you saying to me? Yeah. Yeah. Rachel then tells him he's afraid to ask her because he's afraid to get the answer he doesn't want and shatter the illusions of how great the time with Summer has been. And I'm like, okay, well, ouch. Yeah, I was going to say, imagine being read by a 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> she dragged his ass. Ooh, yeah. He might as well have been on that field getting his ankles broken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that speaking of which, she gets called into the, into the game. So he goes, no, 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 coach, we're not done here. 20 seconds. And she's like, oh, shut up. I need to go play my game. Yeah. And then she's like, stop being a pussy. <laughs> and then she goes to play her game. She also somehow knows about some hot dude who goes to Summer's gym. Because he, she mentions to him that he should have the talk before he finds her with another man. Yeah, I think she just made up a name. Yeah, she's like hottie with the with the abs, basically. Yeah, I'm like, is Tom not the only one stalking Summer? <laughs> I mean, the Summer effect, probably not. Yeah, right. Imagine that life that has to be so rough. 
being so hot that like you can't just live yeah right (laughs) we cut to tom and summer in in the car he asks what's up with them and she's like okay i don't know but i'm happy okay summer dodge duck dip dive and dodging serious questions over here (laughs) very agile she is yeah (laughs) day 259 yes tom and summer at a bar wait also yep tom drives in the middle of the lanes he doesn't drive in a lane he's not focused on anything all he cares about is summer he's the worst that's not safe that's not safe how are you gonna love this girl and not be about her her safety (laughs) yeah fucking i love you but let's drive in the middle of the road this guy's a chooch oh you said it not me (laughs) so yes day 259 tom and summer are at a bar and tom is being cynical about how some people are dressed and summer's like calm down just like let them enjoy what they enjoy he's going on and on about it about yeah. how women dress now he's like oh like in the victorian what do you mention like 17th century or whatever he's like know. oh women used to be like so covered up and now they're wearing this and he's being you so- idolize 17th century women yeah you're idolizing a century where people were filthy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> toilets didn't exist then yeah, people were shitting in pots yeah like relax the plague was around yeah wow tom like relax and he's just being so gross and rude yeah, about that's it that's a huge flag though uh i saw this one um tip on tiktok and i was like oh that's an interesting way to put it was like to to see your red flags with men like see how they just speak like casually speak about other women yeah like not even how like not even their mom or their sister or something but just like women in general yeah it's weird yeah it is so weird when you notice stuff like that yeah and Summer says, well, some people like it, which is exactly what I say when I don't want to engage in a negative Nancy's bullshit. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just like dismissive like that. <laughs> You're starting to teach me some of that because I was, uh, I had a phase, not a phase, my entire life up until this point basically <laughs> has been me engaging. Yeah. And I'm working on disgaging or uh, what's the word? Disengaging. Disengaging. Yes. Yeah. I had to be like, Nat, you got to choose where to put your energy. Yeah. I have been choosing my battle since. Yes. And I feel that I have much more energy now. Oh, isn't it great it's when great. you stop yeah. trying to like entertain other people's bullshit? Yeah. Great. All of a sudden, some dude who put on his bastard blazer tonight oh. comes right over to Summer and starts hitting that. on her. Thanks. I tried so hard to find uh, like synonyms yep. to go with. I just called him a bro, but bastard blazer? <laughs> Oh. I know. I was trying to find like stupid socks, like <laughs> his dollar collar. Yeah. Anyway, yes. So he comes over mm-hmm. and he hits on her hard. He's like, "Hey, fuck that guy. Let me get you a drink." Hey, babe. Yeah, you're hot. Let me get you a drink. <laughs> and she's like, "No, thank you. I'm good." And he's she's- like, "Come on, let me get you a drink." And she's like, "I'm good, thank you." Meanwhile, she has like a full drink. Right? Yeah. What? So then he's like, oh, what, is this your boyfriend? And she's like, could you just leave us alone? And mm-hmm. he, he just like, ba- he won't leave, basically. He's one of those guys. Yeah. So then he starts to walk away. And then he turns back around. And he goes, I can't believe this is your boyfriend. So then Tom goes to punch him in the face. Yeah. And then obviously since this dude is like, he, this he's man bigger. has the personality of, of, you know, those dudes whose like entire personality is how much they bench. That's who this guy is. Like that guy on TikTok yes. who all his videos are. When I tell your girl that I bench 225. When I, <laughs> me, me when I tell your girl that I 220. Me, and, and your girl when I tell her. <laughs> so um, obviously the man doesn't get a lot of pain from Tom's punch because he's kind of gangly. But he punches Tom back. Yeah. Tom gets hurt. It's funny because he gets punched out of frame. So I was like, oh. But oh. then he knocks Tom right out. Yep. He Yeah. It's, it's interesting that this guy is a attention went from like her to insulting him which is how it just works like men yeah you know oh my god and i'm really surprised that tom did that like i didn't see that coming me too i expected him to just take it or ignore it yeah 
<laughs> yeah, so later on, we get back to Summer's apartment, and Tom just will not shut up about getting punched in the face. I'm like, oh my God, this just happened. It was slow-mo, but it was also fast at the same time, blah, blah, blah. And it takes him forever to realize, like, she's not okay about the whole thing. Yeah, and he's like, what? I was doing it for you. And she's like, was that for me? <laughs> so he's like, uh, yeah? Yeah. So then she gets mad. She's like, let's just talk about this later on, like, tomorrow or something. And then he's like, you know what? No, we won't talk until you tell me what's going on. So it's like one of those moments. So now uh, she's just saying, like, we're friends. Like, she's trying to play that game, and he doesn't want to have it. He freaks the fuck out yeah. over her saying they're just friends. Like, don't he, pull that bullshit on me. He's like, you're, you're not the only one here, and I say we're a couple. <clears throat> um, No. That is extremely unattractive behavior. Yeah. That is the most unattractive behavior. <laughs> also, you don't get to yell at her. Yeah. You know? And then you don't get to... And, uh, you don't get to decide what you are just yeah. because of your feelings when she yeah. told you she doesn't want a boyfriend. It's a mutual thing. Yeah. So basically, he, his whole thing is like, oh, we, we kissed in the copy room. We held hands. We had shower sex. You can't tell me that this isn't nothing. We're just friends. And she's like, I told you I was tired. And like, can we just talk about this tomorrow? Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. All that stuff happens. So yeah, only now they had yells. a whole conversation about this. Yeah. Wow. Right. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine if he actually like listened to what she wanted. Yeah. If this was a true crime doc, this is where the obsession would turn deadly. Oh, right here where he flips out. This is the moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then we just get a split screen of both of them dealing with the fight, like sleeping in bed and just being like sad. Yeah. So now we're in Tom's apartment in slow-mo in the middle of the night. It's raining outside. Summer rings his bell and she says, um, I'm sorry that I got mad at you. I shouldn't have gotten mad at you what huh no what what who's apologizing for what now yeah what where did that come from and he tells her they don't need a label but he needs consistency and needs to know she won't feel different all of a sudden so then find somebody who wants to put a label on it yeah and who wants to feel the same as you yeah because like how do you know she has feelings with for you right if it hasn't been established yeah (laughs) and she says no one can give him that and then goes in for a kiss and that's a really weird moment yeah yeah yeah. it was very much like i don't want this and then they start banging yeah so that was that was confusing to me too yeah yeah super weird next morning but she tells him she likes him yeah and spends the night yeah that's still not comforting it's not the answer <laughs> like still, yeah. they're both just not giving each other i think they're they both want. having their own individual relationships with each other yeah definitely yeah yeah the next morning he asks her if she's had boyfriends in the past and then he wants to know about them yeah and which she's is, like this is not important right now and he's like but it is that's weird yeah like i wouldn't want to know about my partner's exes unless it was like need to know right yeah, yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know your body count. I don't want to know anything. (laughs) At this point, actually, I wouldn't care like if you told me about like a high school girlfriend or something, a high school partner, whatever. Yeah. Because it's high school. Yeah. At this point. Right. But I don't want to know about like last month. I don't need to know about that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But I wouldn't want to know unless it was like need to know basis. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like I've been cheated on the best. And it's like, okay. Like, yeah. Like that stuff. stuff, Like serious, like important stuff. Yeah. So then she tells him about her high school rower boyfriend who was very hot yeah she starts off her list and he's listening he totally hates it then why did you ask why did you ask yeah and also again so like talk about high, why are you jealous about a high school boyfriend yeah you guys are in your 30s you're teenagers like yeah of course you're in their 30s like you're of course you're not her first like, yeah male Hello. encounter yeah ridiculous so then she talks about how uh in college she had this rocker chick and then an, a dude in sienna who was packing yeah and she's like you know he was called the puma for nothing you know? oh my goodness and he's like whoa 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 whoa. again you asked yeah true and 
he's like, oh, why didn't they last? And she says life. Yeah. Which is a simple and acceptable answer. Yeah. yeah. So we cut to them in a park playing the penis game and he's very uncomfortable about it because there's kids around and she's like, there's no kids around and then kids run around behind them. Yeah. So they take turns progressively saying penis louder and louder. You remember that game? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was one where we would go to the store and then like replace a word with penis. Oh, really? Yeah. Do I remember that one? I don't remember that one as much as, as this penis game, the, uh, the screaming one. Yes. And then she says something and he makes a joke about one of her exes. And I'm like, that's why you don't talk about that. Yeah. I would hate that. Yeah. Don't throw people's exes in their faces. <laughs> Come on. And also, yeah, I, there's a lot about him that I can say. Yeah. Anyway, without getting too hung up on that. Day nine, 191. We're at an art gallery and we're trying to understand the art, which is very relatable. And then they decide to just go to the movies. Yeah. And they have a much better time there. Yes. And then we cut back to 314, day 314, and Tom is watching a French movie by himself and it's starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So he's essentially watching himself. The movie switches to people saying suffering and he suffering. sees him and Summer saying the, the back to each other. Yeah. The previous movie was like someone now saying the he's man. alone and only knows his grief. Yeah. Grief is his only It's friend. a French movie, by the way. So it checks out. You know? Ah, yes. Yeah. So then the last scene of the movie is is Tom, or I guess Tom seeing himself as the main actor playing yeah. chess with a child on a beach. And a little like child, an angel child, I guess maybe like a Cupid character. Ah, see, I didn't yeah. put that one together. I just saw that like we're playing chess, so I figured like some mind games. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, Tom is depressed and he sees himself in the set movie. Yeah. So at day 321, I'm like, damn, we have to see 500 of these. Whew. I was like, I was like, come on. Ooh, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Tom gets called into his boss's office and he's like, hey, bud, you okay? <laughs> there are death in the family or something. I just have noticed that your performance has been different. That's and I want to check in on you. That's how sad this man is. That's rough. His boss thinks someone fucking died. That means you need to just take a day off. <laughs> yeah, you know? Really? You got PTO for a reason. You got to relax and really try to process yeah. everything happening. So then the boss says, like, is something happened with, like, Summer leaving? Like, the whole office knows. Are you sad Summer left the company? So oh. then Tom tries to play it off, like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, oh, well, I mean, you wrote this card that says roses are red, violets are blue, fuck you whore. Jesus. Thomas, grow up. What the fuck? Chill out. Yeah. Chill out. Wow. What? You know, make up something better. Yeah. Also, (laughs) like, tell me you hate women without telling me you hate women. Yeah, really? You know? Oh, my God. um, So many. Again, so many things. Yeah. I could write. I could have written my thesis paper on this. (laughs) I should have. You know? Yeah. This goes back to my, like, remember my whole thing about, like, I hate when men call me a bitch? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because it's based in this. Yeah. Yeah. I hate this. So then Tom's like, am I being fired? So then the boss says no. So he's like, all right, well, things have been a little difficult. So then the boss suggests, maybe we should channel your energy into something else. You know, like, sympathy and funerals. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's, that's like the... It's like such a slap in the face, but also like so funny. Yeah. Like he's like, you know, like you're so great at like loss and motivation and, and sadness and sympathy. And I think you'd really connect with people that way. Oh my goodness. That is wild. It's so funny. He sees a card on Summer's old desk that says, I love us. And he looks like he's going to flip the fuck out. Yeah. Again. True, true crime. <laughs> yeah. This guy. So we cut back to day 167. Yeah. Tom has finished his card quota. So he's bouncing around to other departments to help them with their their taglines or whatever he is crushing it at work yes and at one meeting he says i love us as a card idea because he's looking at summer as he says it 
So that's his summer card. So that's why he hates it in that other flashback. Gross. Ew. Day 322, Tom pulls a total 180 from the beginning of the movie and now says he hates all of those things about summer. Yeah. So everything he listed before, he says he hates those things now because of it's, it's an ugly birthmark and her laugh is so annoying to me and her eyes are ugh, yeah. And her teeth are crooked. Yuck. Well, so, calm down, buddy. Yeah, relax. Is that a uh, psychopath, maybe? Totally. Yep. <laughs> so then we cut to him on a bus, and he screams, I hate this song! So the bus driver stops, dead, and's like, buddy, you got to get off this this bus. Yeah. Good for him. Chill. I'm glad he said that. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. What is your damage? I get your heart's broken. I get it. You cannot act like that in public. No, you got to you gotta fucking get it together. Yeah. People have issues, but like it's on you to handle those issues. Yeah. Oh, my fucking Ooh, God. Talk to somebody. Yeah. And that not your 13-year-old sister. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Day 345, Tom is on a blind date. Yes. What could go wrong? Right. He, he's walking around with this date. She's super cute and conversational. Yes. Her name is Allison. Okay. He kept calling her different names. Oh. So I was The first name sure. he called her was Allison, so I called her Allison. Okay, great. But you're right. It might not be Allison. <laughs> he's ignoring everything she's saying. So rude. And she's just being so sweet. Yeah. Like, why even agree to go on a date? Right. What are you doing? Basically, uh, their mutual friends just hooked them up basically so that's why they're both on this date those are bad friends yeah you see how this man was just obsessed with this other woman and you see how he's going on this downward spiral and And self-destructing and you're gonna just put another woman in the crosshairs yeah like you're a terrible friend that's fucked up that's fucked up because he's clearly not ready and you're just setting her up to get hurt and he has the he cuts her off being like this isn't gonna go anywhere but then they finish their date not really. I know. Yeah, not really. <laughs> but like they still go to dinner. Yeah, why? I, I wouldn't. I would just, I'd be like, oh, thank you for telling me that I'm going to go home now. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's, and also it's totally respectable if that just happened. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you could set, like, again, like it's shitty that your friend set you up that way. But if you did, and then in the first 20 minutes, you know, the other person cut me off to say like, I'm not like in it right now. Yeah. I would respect that. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, exactly. So he gets. But instead. Yeah. He gets <laughs> drunk during their dinner and talks about summer non-stop yeah just the worst just all about his heartbreak and how he loved her and he's so hurt and yeah this and that but i love this part because she cuts him off and she's like did she cheat on you no did she take advantage of you no and she told you up front that she didn't want a boyfriend yes so then she's like hello and he doesn't take any of that in yeah god forbid he self-reflects he's like oh that gives me a great idea karaoke yeah um at one point during the date tom asks her if she ever replays the memories in her head to look for the first signs of trouble and it's like, yeah, everyone does that. But then he takes this and decides that Summer was either evil and emotionless or a robot. And then that's when she cuts him off and asks those questions. Yeah. But like also why is how, again, talking about like self-reflection and not doing it, like how is that your go-to answer that you're a robot or that you have no emotions? Yeah. You know? That's, like you're putting all the blame on her and it's like you're not seeing. Because Tom is perfect. Yeah. He's a, what a dickhead. Ooh. Yeah. So yes, he's doing karaoke now, drunk karaoke. And then Allison gets up to leave because like, who she, wants to sit there during that? She tries to sneak out because at this point he's trashed. Yeah. He's a total mess. So then he screams, yeah, go. You wasted time. Didn't look anything like summer. Ugh, right yuck. into the microphone. Yuck, yuck. I hated it. Microphone. Yuck, yeah. Awful. Yuck. Day 402. Tom gets on, on a train to Santa Barbara. So yep. now it makes sense that they're in LA. Yep. Okay, there you go. Because <laughs> I, like, I was like, when they go to California. <laughs> he just he got so depressed over summer he had to move country oh okay move uh, move coast <laughs> yeah he calls Mackenzie. he's ditching whatever event tom is going to i would hate Mackenzie so much Mackenzie does not seem like a good a good friend yeah he does not um i wouldn't i wouldn't keep him around he's kind of the worst yep 
Actually, they're all the worst. They are all the worst. They're all the worst. So basically, yeah. So Tom and Mackenzie were planning to go to this event together. And then Tom gets on the train, tries to find Mackenzie. Mackenzie's like, oh, I'm um, just kidding. I'm actually not going. You're going alone. What an asshole. Yeah. We don't, wouldn't warn Tom. Yeah. Beforehand. He walks right past Summer on this train, which I also thought was weird. Yeah. He gets in a seat and he knows she's there. Yeah. Because he turns around and looks at her. And I was like, how did you even know she was there as you're walking? Right. So then she sees him, obviously. So she comes over to say hi to him, but he tries to play like he wasn't just looking at her. I was like, Summer, please don't. You're going to end up in a true crime doc. This, yeah. Please stop honestly. going up to this man. Yeah. So <laughs> then they just chat about uh, Millie's thing, which you find out is a wedding. So Millie was one of their old co-workers. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I love Millie. I, walk, I worked with her a lot. So that's why I'm going to the wedding. So uh, you want to get some coffee? Yeah. So she invites him to get coffee. So they go on this train and they're, I guess. But like they leave their stuff behind? Like you cart? can just do that? It's, I guess they trust different in California. Ooh, okay. They start laughing together like old times. But it's over sunset. So it's romantic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely getting the wrong idea from everything. Yes. He's definitely like falling back in love with her all over again. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know how we get conflicting stories, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but we go, they, they go to a wedding together. The bride and groom are an older couple which i think is just so beautiful yeah <laughs> loved it for them yeah and they were just very clearly happy so happy we love love so cute yes we do so then uh tom and summer are sitting together in the is it the wedding part of it like the actual ceremony and then the reception the reception yeah yeah so then now we go to the reception and they're also sitting together talking about like the things that they don't know about themselves so summer says that um like joe's hair sticks up weird in the morning and then joe not joe i thought um, they were tom. tom i thought yeah. they were pointing out each other's flaws yeah basically yeah yeah so summer snores apparently and then tom's hair sticks up weird in the morning yeah so you know i, I don't know uh they're like having fun they're being friends i guess yeah so uh and then tom tries to roast her again about liking ringo star <laughs> like he will not just let that go yeah definitely not how dare he yeah summer ends up catching the bouquet they slow dance together yeah and she invites him to a party at her house a rooftop party yeah they're back on the train and she's asleep on his shoulder. He's totally loving this. He's like, I'm going to get my girl back. Ugh. So black and white video. We cut to Paul. He's talking about how he's known his partner, Robin, since elementary school. Yeah. This is like a talking heads action, like a documentary, basically. Yeah. They're like talking about like what love is. Yeah. Or whatever. Then we cut to Mackenzie saying, love, as long as she's cute and willing, right? Which is definitely a super fucking creepy thing to say. But at least consent is involved. At least. That's what I'll, that's the only thing I could pull out of that. Oh my God. But like, what a fucking yeah. thing to say. Yep. You know, and then he also goes, the cute is mm, here and there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but again, it just comes down to consent at the bare minimum, at least. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> as long as there's that. If, yeah. If, you know, the bar is literally on the fucking ground. Yeah. I guess. Then we cut to the boss and he says that he's been married for 21 years and she's his guiding light. So that's like sweet. Aw. Then we cut back to Paul saying that his dream girl would have a bodacious rack, different hair, and probably be into sports or something. But Robin, who his girlfriend is, is better than that because she's a real girl. Like he's be- she's better than his dream girl because she's real, which I liked. He saved it really quickly in the end. I, I actually didn't like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I didn't think that was cute. I would have been so fucking pissed. Yeah. If if someone explained their dream, if my boyfriend <laughs> explained That's true. their dream girl and it was not describing me, I'd be so fucking mad. Yeah. Or <laughs> similar to me, at least. Or, I, you know, if my <laughs> if my boyfriend said, yeah, my dream girl has a rack, but you don't. I'd be so upset. Yeah. I'd be so upset. Like, I'm fine in my body. But if you were like, no, my dream person physically is definitely not you. Yeah. I'd be like, well, then goodbye. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, wait, it made me feel like shit. But I like the idea of that she's better than my dream girl because she's real. Like, I think that's like the the, um, 
the moral of this story, I think. Yes. Or what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, it is a nice sentiment, but like, I still would have been it's mad. It's still kind of fucked up. Yeah, no, in real life, I would be I would be mad. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Tom doesn't say anything. No, <laughs> because he doesn't know the difference. Yeah, he, I guess, he doesn't really know what his dream girl is. He no. just kind of goes his for... His dream girl is an object. Yep. So anyway, we cut to Tom. He is ringing a doorbell, and the narrator says that he was intoxicated with the promise of the evening as he believed his expectations would align with reality. Yeah. Wow. So I like this part because we get a side by side. Yeah. The, Expectation versus reality split screen. Yeah. And it's really cool. Some of the parts like match up. Yeah. Some of them don't. Yeah. It's, I liked it. Yeah. So it's an expectation. It's like him ringing the doorbell. So, some are super chummy. She kisses him on the cheek. They're very huggy, very touchy. They don't leave each other's side for the entire night. They're just chatting the whole time. Expectation. I mean, reality, very different. Yeah. Reality is like platonic summer. Yes. As like very platonic. it should be. Yeah. Yeah, um, he gifts her a book. He expected a big hug. Instead, she's like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Tosses it back. Yeah, so during the reality section, he's like drinking alone. They're mm-hmm. talking in a group. Mm-hmm. They're not like spending one-on-one time like he wanted. Because it's a party that she's hosting. Of course she's not. Yeah, are you dumb? Yeah. <laughs> and so in his expectation side, him and Summer hook up. And I'm like, that's gross that you just expected to hook up with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then the expectation window closes and we go straight just to reality because then we see him seeing her showing off her engagement ring. ring. Oof, that's rough for him. Oh my God. Then he literally runs away. Yeah, he runs out of the party. And everything. I don't know how I would react either though. Yeah, me neither. You know, like separating Tom being a shitty person. But like if I was super into somebody, I think we did the whole like, let's just be friends thing. And then I saw them immediately like two weeks later with a wedding ring. Yeah, like if you still had like those feelings and everything. That'd be rough. Yeah, I would probably leave too. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, wow. I'd be like, hey, Soph, can you come pick me up? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Everything turns black and white, then into a sketch, then empty. Mm -hmm. Day 440. We get a Twilight moment, you know, Mm -hmm. shuts off the alarm. You remember when that one Twilight series book where it was just like a bunch of blank pages because she was all like depressed about Edward leaving? Um, I never read the books. Oh, but I'll I'll take your word for it. (laughs) I was so mad. I was like, what the fuck is this? She's not her own person without her man? (laughs) I mean, we could write to her about that. I don't want to. I don't want to waste my time. (laughs) I remember. So my sister read the books. And then I remember seeing how the chapters started at the very bottom of the pages. And I was like, that's such a waste of paper. I'm not reading these books. <laughs> and then now I know seeing that uh, there's like just pages of empty paper. I'm, I'm, the same thing if I was because that came out when we were what in like high school. In high, high school. school. I would have seen those pages. And I'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I would have been mad. Yeah. <laughs> Day 441. Same thing. He Yeah. Same thing. But he actually gets up, goes out to buy booze, juice and snacks first thing in the morning. Yep. In his robe. And then he yells at a couple on the street just to get a room. Yeah. Because he's mad, everybody else has to be mad, you know? One of those. Yeah. Day 442, Tom is still in bed depressed, but now he's eating all of his snacks. Yes. And then he goes to work with sunglasses on, and apparently he's very late because Mackenzie yells at him. He's like, dude, I've been calling you all day. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Which means it's card pitch day. Also, everyone looks surprised to see him, so I guess he just hasn't been leaving his place. Sure. Yeah. Then we go upstairs to the meeting. Somebody named Rhoda is pitching the idea of inspirational photo cards of her cat, which I love. I thought they were cute, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Van, his boss, Vance, asks, like, oh, how is your project coming along? He didn't do his work, but then shits on Rhoda's idea. Hmm. Huh. Wow. Funny thing about that, huh? At least she did her fucking work. Yeah. Huh. And then he goes, you know what? No disrespect here, Rhoda, which means that there's going to be some disrespect here. Honestly. Why would you even say it? Yeah. You know? Just go in with Just the disrespect. Just punch me in the face. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Full of disrespect, Rhoda. <laughs> so then he basically says that, like, these cards are shit because, like, that cat is about to fall off that cliff and that cat's about, you know, basically, like, if you see the, the action follow through of the picture, it's not going to end well. So then Rhoda's like, but my cat, yeah. you know, Look like, how, she worked hard on that. Look how fucking cute my cat yeah. is. How dare so you? So then he goes on a rant about how the greeting card industry as a whole needs to level with America and be more realistic because we're lying to everybody and putting words in people's mouths. And I'm like, calm down. Yeah, he goes on this whole rant. It's like relaxed guy. And then he starts getting emotional about it, like tearing up and choking. Yeah, because he's like, and love, what even is love? Can anybody tell me what that is? Tom, shut the fuck shut up, up Tom, and yeah. deal with your problems. Go home. In better ways. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're making your problems everyone else's problems. He was just, great at that. Just, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a professional there. He's not responsible. Yeah. And then he quits his job. Yeah. And but you know what? That's the first responsible thing he did. Yeah, definitely. He <laughs> shouldn't be around any of yeah. those people anymore. He's like, you know what? The world, there's enough bullshit in the world without me in it. Or not with me in it, but like without me helping. Yeah. Like contribute to the bullshit. So, um, yeah, I would say that's the first good thing. And then Mackenzie tries to slow clap him out, but nobody's <laughs> having it. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> so then day 450, Tom is in the bleachers at Rachel's practice and he is sketching, which makes her happy. But then uh-huh. we see that the sketch is actually of Summer holding a knife. Nice. So, you know she you said. win some you lose some she said she said so she, then rachel's like you know all my friends are into you and he's like those are those are guppies like because she says that there's plenty of fish in the yeah. sea again so she's like my friends are really into you and he's like those are children yeah that's not gonna cheer him that up doesn't do anything yeah, yeah. no please Rachel. but she tried uh, again, she tried she's she 13 tried. it would work on an age-appropriate friend yeah she does ask him if he's okay and again i'm so proud of her for being so open for people to talk to her but yeah i hate that she has to support the emotional baggage of him of a grown-ass man. Yeah. Rachel tells him even though he thinks Summer was the one, she doesn't think that. She also thinks that he's only remembering the good moments and tells him to really look at those memories when he looks back at them. Yeah. Which is great advice. She does it and then she dips. Imagine. Yeah. Talk about a power exit. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Right? What just, is, how do you drop all that and just leave? I Honestly. Right. Casually. Yeah. Casually. Like, like she just That's just like a thought that just came to her mind and she, then she's like, oh. Bye. She doesn't miss a fucking beat. No. Doesn't stutter over her words. She just walks over, drops some knowledge, and yeah. walks away. I think she's like, I'm just going to go play some soccer now. Excuse okay. me. Okay. Yeah, go off. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you just going <laughs> to act like that's normal and yeah. casual? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We get a quick montage of the stuff we've seen already. And, and then, then we get. we see it reinterpreted. Yeah. And then we get some new memories oh. where they're on this date and they are just not vibing with each other. Yeah. And then we actually saw that movie that they saw the last time we were in the flashback. Mm-hmm. We see that the movie was The Graduate, which remember as a kid, he misinterpreted that. Ah. So I don't remember what The Graduate's actually about. Me neither. But I know it's a shot with the, <laughs> the leg and he's in between the, I don't know. But either way, it makes her cry for some reason. So they go outside of the theater and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just like a stupid thing. I'm sorry. Again, apologizing for no reason when she yeah. shouldn't be apologizing. You don't have to apologize for and having feelings. She basically says like, I'm not really into it today. I just kind of want to go home. I want to call it a night. And then he's like, you know what? We should do pancakes. She, what? Well, yeah well before that they go they go to some other store oh and yeah, yeah, yeah we're just watching these moments where he's blatantly ignoring how she's just totally disengaged yeah she just is miserable he picks up a, a record and he's like oh it pains me that nobody's ever heard of spearmint and she's like i've never heard of them and he's like i put it on the mixtape for you track number one and she's like Ugh! Whoop. i've been caught that way before <laughs> that's rough oops Ugh, that's embarrassing <laughs> but then bit. that's when they leave he tries to like like take her hand and then she pulls her hand away so like the subtle body language stuff that he didn't pick up on before she she just wants to go home and he's just pressing and pressing and then this is when he's like let's go get pancakes 
and yeah, it's okay to spend some time apart you know yeah really and i'm like oh i guess this is where it leads to where we're, we come in on their breakup yep because they got pancakes yep day 456 through 476 tom is sat at home and then pulls some drawings off of a chalkboard and then we see i had to rewind and pause it because i was like does this psycho have a summer wall oh but it was just work stuff okay <laughs> i was like no fucking way <laughs> holy shit i was expecting like fo- i was expecting it to be like photos of her Ooh. and like notes like stuff i would have stopped the movie her. right there <laughs> I'm like, Sophie, gotta, I'm so sorry. It's the end of the movie, but we got to start something we're, else. We're doing this episode. We're not finishing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of this episode is us shitting on Tom. Yeah, just absolutely. This okay. motherfucker. But unrelated and kind of related. So he has a whole chalk wall, which I love the concept of, but I hate it in practicality. It's so it's got to be so messy. But like the idea of it is so cool. Yeah, I love and hate it, too. Like, I'm just like, oh, that's so cool. A whiteboard wall, though. Much yeah, neater. But then not as, as like fun and it doesn't have the same like essence as a chalkboard yeah both stain too that's true uh, like after a while both would kind of lose yeah. their usage yeah <laughs> just something to think about you know yeah no for sure anyway we get a montage of him getting back into his architecture books he's like checking into a fancy building he's looking at architecture jobs now yeah so he's like kind of getting his life back on his original track which is good crossing off companies on yeah. his list he's sketching and drawing again on the chalkboard it looks like really cool yeah so now it's also it gets intercut at the end of summer getting ready for a wedding oh my god Ooh, already that was fast yeah so then yikes tom is on a bus having like a mundane day and then summer's like getting married yeah we get the side-by-side shots again and i it took me a second right because i was like th- the passage of time and i was like Oh, in the movie, like, it's short, but, like, it's been, like, 200 days. Oh, right. Yes, okay. Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah. And then also, what day was it when he met her at the party? Like, day 20-something. No, no, at the at the wedding when she... Oh, the, she the was... Yeah, she room. was engaged. Yeah. Still, but, um... Because I figured that was, that was a short time. Yeah. Even if it was, like, day 300-something, because it's also 488. I mean, I guess that's still 100 days is a while yeah but it's also short that feels like shotgun wedding oh yeah no she definitely um got engaged super quick yeah yeah (laughs) and got married but you know what good for her she knows what she wants yeah i mean she found the one yeah day 488 he's in a suit so i guess he has a job now yeah his hair slicked back he's on his favorite bench yeah he goes to his favorite spot summer finds him she goes up to him i'm like summer please (laughs) stop it leave it alone (laughs) please she sits with him they catch up he's like wow you're married then asks her why they were all chummy at the wedding they went to. And then he's like, why didn't you tell me? Like, he's entitled to that information. Yeah, like, she didn't really. I guess, I mean, she probably should have mentioned it or just not have slow danced with him. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, she, he asked why you slow danced with me. And she's like, just because I wanted to. Which yeah. also, again, that is kind of playing with him. Yeah. But also, you could, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, he, but this part's inappropriate because he gets at her, says she just does what she wants. And she didn't want a boyfriend. Now she's married. So now he's like taking it very personally. Yeah. Like she did that to him. Yeah. And like he's got a lot of unresolved feelings going on for sure. Yeah. (laughs) But like also he wasn't paying. He clearly wasn't paying attention to her if he didn't notice the ring on her finger. Yeah. And ask about it. And then he he does say the line like, you know, you didn't want to be anybody's girlfriend like you were saying. And then now you're somebody's wife. And she's like, yeah, no, it surprised me too. I just woke up one day and I knew. And then she he's like, what did you know? And then she's like, I knew what I was never sure of when I was with you what a burn that's yeah that's a dagger that's rough that i would need time to heal from that yeah definitely that that definitely hurts yeah he starts to say that everything he believed is bullshit and doesn't believe in destiny or love anymore and she uses this to like turn around and be like no you're all right 
Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. I, I do agree with that now because she says that she was at a cafe reading Dorian Gray and then some dude asked her about it. And then now he's her husband. So like, what if I was there 10 minutes later? Or what if I went to a different restaurant that day? Or what if I did this or that? So it was kind of fate. Uh, so then she says that since that moment, she was like, you know, Tom was right. Maybe maybe it wasn't just like maybe I wasn't right for you, but you were right. And he's like, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, she has a point. That's deep she yeah she ends up leaving and he actually says something nice as she goes yeah he's like i hope like i truly hope that you're happy and she's like thank you i hope you are too that's nice that's the one growth that's the one nice thing tom yeah has done this whole movie yeah right (laughs) day 500 fucking finally oh rough (laughs) we're we're at the end of the finish line tom is in a lavish building yeah so you know that he's basically gonna get the job mm-hmm. the narrative says that most days of the year are unremarkable and come and go with no lasting memories made in between but then he says that may 23rd was a wednesday and then he stops narrating and i'm like but what about it so today's special is yeah. it gonna be remarkable oh yeah tom goes to an interview for an architecture company and meets a woman in the waiting area yes so now it's awkward because they're both going for the same job yeah so they kind of tease each other yeah they that was of, kind of a cute moment it was cute they hit it off can yeah. you hear my stomach growling i cannot oh <laughs> but i'll take your word for it <laughs> thank you but they're like i hope you don't get the job and then the other one goes i hope you don't either which i like that was fun yeah so he gets called in to do his interview and then he he's like wait a second go runs back over asks her for a coffee date and she's like yeah sure by the way my name is autumn so huh. Tom definitely has a type and it's seasonal. Oh. <laughs> and, and we go back to day one. Except now it's a new title card because now it's autumn themed instead of summer themed. <laughs> Days of autumn. Whew. Okay. So here's the thing. So the movie ends there. Yeah. And also, again, I was like, autumn? <laughs> you know? I was yeah. Like, <gasps> but then, so okay. So did he really grow? No. Because, so the narrator does say that, you know, if Tom had learned anything, it's that you can't you can't prescribe great cosmic significance to a simple earthly co- event coincidence it's this is a very a lot of big words in this so yeah. give me a second uh he does <laughs> say that coincidence that's all anything really is so tom finally learned that there are no miracles and that there's no such thing as fate and that nothing was meant to be they're a little like apathetic i would say but also like more realistic maybe i don't know but um, i don't like that he does say yeah basically that you know coincidence is what it is and like it's not fate but um so he said that and so now that's when i was wondering like did tom grow or is he gonna do the same cycle i don't think he grew i think he is gonna end up in the same same cycle i was thinking that a little bit or maybe autumn will match his energy and also be a fucking psycho oh (laughs) <laughs> i'm hoping that he grew but i'm also expecting him to be in the same cycle because so that's because he didn't learn anything my, yeah that was my thing too so like the significance of naming her autumn is it because she, autumn is past summer so he's finally past summer or is it because she's another season that he's gonna do the same exact thing well i mean he kind of has to get past summer by default because yes. she's not available anymore. that is true yes so he didn't learn anything he that didn't get true. over his feelings he didn't resolve his feelings yeah <laughs> unless was that scene on the bench just now with summer being married his closure i guess it would count as closure but did he really but get barely right and then yeah Ugh, what was i just gonna say another thing too is like now he can use this other girl to kind of get over her right instead Again, of using like, another woman for like yeah your own personal gain yeah instead of healing and dealing it on your own dealing and- with it on your own as we've seen through the entire movie is that he likes to pit women against each other. Yeah. So he's definitely going to be like, oh, my last girlfriend was like this. I'm so glad you're like this. One yeah. of those. 
That's definitely me projecting, but I could totally <laughs> see him doing that. Yeah. I am very interested. If they do do a sequel, that was another Rachel fun fact that they are thinking about doing a sequel from Summer's point of view. I would be very oh. interested in that. It's interesting. I Where would she's love just to getting see. stalked. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's like, wow, my coworker keeps or just staring like, at me all call day. Call the girlies and be like, hey, how do we get rid of this fucking guy? Yeah. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, so you told me this movie is super popular. So I guess people think his character is romantic. A lot of people, I think, empathize with his character. And they thought because, again, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like super cute and and like like boy next next door, right? So I think that a lot of people like like projected that onto him and was like, oh, my God, he's just sad because he cares about her so much. Oh, my God, so romantic. Yeah, like, oh, yikes. Yeah, people were probably like, oh, my God, he's so in love with her. Like, why can't she see it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now I'm glad that it's 2021 and we can see otherwise. Yeah. No, definitely looking at it from like an older lens. It's it's totally different. Like, I think if I watched this as a teenager, I would have been all about him. Yeah. Because also, again, in 2009, what were we like 13, 14, 15? something like that something like that so we would definitely have fallen for it oh for which sure. would have been a disaster if like we actually met that person in real life yeah oh and like i can relate to tom a little bit because i was in one of those situations where i couldn't separate my emotions from the physical mm. but unlike tom i was like yeah this is not you had I'm a breaking point at some point like there was an end to your road yeah i was like this is done yeah this person's never gonna feel the same way yeah way, same way about me yeah i'm Whereas, glad you finally came around to that <laughs> and then with tom he just kind of was hoping that she would just fall he's trying in to love make him. her feel the way that he felt yeah and you can't force people to love you, you. Can't. yeah you can't make people love you the way that you love them yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's why one of mine ended because I was like, oh, wait, this is not the same. Yeah. These are not mutual. The the both feeling on both parties uh, was not mutual. And I was like, oh, this is not going to end the way that we either of us wanted to. Yeah, that's another. That, that's why I ended one relationship. Yeah. I'm like, I'm the simp here. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I am simping and our roads are going and our yeah. paths are just going off in different directions. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to bite the bullet, you know? Yeah. And Glad it's for the better. Yeah. It takes it a minute is. to bounce back from that, but it's for the better. For oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Either all there is really is growth. Yes. I don't there think, you go. I don't like think, our trees. Yeah. I don't think you can really go backwards. You can't. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, yeah, no. you can, but I hope you don't. Yeah. Yeah. But that was 500 days of summer. Yeah. Unlike summer, I believe in love. <laughs> oh, there she goes. <laughs> and I believe in fate and I believe in coincidences. I do believe that things happen for a reason. Yeah. But I also do believe that some things don't. <laughs> you know like like with summer coming on to her job on the day one yeah that was not that was not fate yeah no you know <laughs> um but other things i do believe happen for a reason yes it, i think it's a given to it's situational i think yeah yeah but um let us know if you agree or disagree yeah it'd be and, a fun um, conversation let us know what you think about tom more importantly <laughs> and summer you know yeah all that stuff let's protect summer <laughs> <laughs> team summer yeah <laughs> and thank you for listening thank you tell your friends to listen all the appropriate family members to listen we are on all of the podcast streaming services yeah. i think and you can find us on all the social media at chowdy media and Yay. you can also find jessica damari to make you a theme song love it and on that note bye, bye.